Falling on the ground, we've all done it. But in Arizona right now, a fall outside could send you to the ER. Pavement and asphalt retain heat. The human body can only take so much. Watch your step out there. In Phoenix, it's been their hottest week in history. Temperatures over 110 for 26 days straight, and the pavement much hotter. Conservative estimates say the asphalt could be 180 degrees. Hospitals throughout Arizona are taking patients who fell down in this heat and suffered severe burns from the ground. It doesn't take long with such high temps to sustain a serious injury. Even dogs are suffering as their feet can't handle the heat. My advice, stay hydrated and out of the heat if you can. Sometimes it can feel like the creation is groaning, and it is. It's groaning for the return of Christ to make all things new, and we long for that day. Maranatha. Welcome to Haven Today here on Friday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus as we wrap up a series today called Then Sings My Soul. For the last couple of weeks, we've been thinking about the great hymns of the Christian faith, songs that inspire us to look to our great God, to worship Him, and cause our souls to sing. And today's hymn will not disappoint as we think of Fanny Crosby's Blessed Assurance. The Billy Graham Crusade Choir singing one of the all-time great hymns. In fact, one of the greatest ever written. In a moment, we're going to think about more on this hymn and its writer, Fanny Crosby. And to do that, we'll be joined by two identical twins who host a podcast called Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. Someone said to her, aren't you sad that he didn't give you sight? Her response to that was, Do you know that if at birth I had been able to make one petition, it would have been that I was born blind? Because when I get to heaven, the first face that shall ever gladden my sight will be that of my Savior. Carrie and Kelly from Him Talk Twin Talk will be back with us in just a moment to share more about Fanny Crosby and Blessed Assurance. Now, if you've been listening to our series, you know we've been talking with author and pastor Robert Morgan about his tremendous book called Then Sings My Soul. In this devotional book, Rob tells the stories of 150 hymns, how they were written, who wrote them, and he even covers the story of how Fanny Crosby's blindness was used by the Lord to help her memorize Scripture. As a child, Fanny memorized large sections of the Bible. And whenever she wanted afterward to read a passage, she just turned there in her mental Bible and read it verbatim. This holy book, she said, when she was 85 years old, has nurtured my entire life. Rob Morgan, talking about Fanny Crosby. To hear his entire devotional about the writing of Blessed Assurance and 149 other great hymns, please contact us after the program and make your gift to the ministry. And as our thanks... We'll send you his book, Then Sings My Soul. I believe this book will help you sing the Lord's praises with appreciation for who he is and what he's done in your life. Please visit our website to see the book for yourself firsthand and then make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us after the program 
at 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Now let's open with a pure gospel version of the great hymn, Blessed Assurance, as C.C. Winans opens this haven today. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchased of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. listening to Haven today, then Sings My Soul is what we're calling this program series. And uh, today we're going to be a little different. As we opened with a famous hymn called Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. Uh, I want you to meet a couple of new friends. And they just heard about us. They're in Massachusetts. We just heard about them. But instead of me introducing Carrie and Kelly first, I'd like you to listen to the opening to their podcast, which is called Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. Hi, 
I'm Kelly. And I'm Carrie. And And we're we're Identical identical twins. Twins. We are so excited to talk to you about all things related to church music here on Him Talk, Twin Talk. Well, there it is. <laughs> I hope you'll listen to the entire podcast, especially next Monday, when these two twin sisters who are music teachers go on the air and do a hymn called The Haven of Rest. But for the very first time, Carrie and Kelly, identical twins, welcome to Haven today. Hi. Hi, Charles. Hi, Troy. Thank you so much for having us. It's so good to have you on. And how in the world did two twin sisters decide to start doing a podcast on church music, hymns in particular? Well, we love the hymn. That's one big reason. (laughs) But we were really interested in doing a podcast and really thought about what we could do, something that we really loved. We wanted it to be something that we loved. We wanted it to be something that could minister to others. And we love music. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of came. It really came out during the pandemic when we couldn't be with our church family and we wanted a way to connect. We wanted a way to share. And... September of 2020, we released our first episode on a beautiful hymn by B.B. McKinney called Wherever He Leads, I'll Go. And yeah, it's we just celebrated our 85th episode. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's been almost three years. I can't even believe it. And you're hearing from people all over the world that are finding your 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 podcast. And and let's just remind everybody one more time, <laughs> what's the name of your podcast that they can go to wherever they get podcasts and listen to you, especially next Monday? Him Talk, Twin Talk. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things you do when I've listened to your podcasts, uh, you... you, you you, I'll just read it off here. You have fun facts, musical nerd moments, hymn inspirations, uh, plus Kelly or Carrie gives the other a pop quiz. Yes. <laughs> Laugh, learn, sing together. And since you are musicians, you both, besides serving in churches, you've, you are actually involved in music in public schools, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So choral music and that kind of thing. Well, let's talk about this hymn that we just heard sung a moment ago. You guys have already done a podcast prior to this on that. Uh, Robert Morgan, we've had him on the air with us. He's included it in his book, Then Sings My Soul. Uh, Let's talk about Blessed Assurance. Talk to us about the hymn, the writer of the hymn, the lyrics, the music. You just be identical twins and pick <laughs> pick up one line after the other because you know what each other is thinking. So we go do. ahead. We do. We well, do. we are huge Fanny Crosby fans. Yes. This is written by, really, she's called the queen of gospel songwriters, and she has written thousands of hymns. Mm-hmm. And they're actually cataloging her work as we speak. They Thousands of manuscripts were being held at Wheaton College, and they're cataloging them. We don't even know how many there are. At the end of this whole process, they're thinking it could be up to like nine or 10,000 mm-hmm. pieces of writing that they have from her. Not all of them were like full-blown hymns, but it's her poetry. It's her writing. She was so prolific. Mm-hmm. And I think out of all the hymn writers, I don't know, throughout history and in the world, she's probably the most well-known, if not in the top three. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know her name, you know her hymns, if you've grown up with hymns of the faith. Her That's full right. name is Frances Jane Crosby, and she is called the Queen of Gospel Songwriters and the Mother of Modern Congregational Singing in America. Ooh, 
Interesting. Okay. Guys, fill us in. Tell us about Fanny Crosby. And uh, and she wrote the lyrics. She didn't write the music. So do your thing for me here. All right. <laughs> well, Fanny, I, I think the thing that people find most inspiring about her story is that she really was blind her whole life. Um, around six months of age, she had she was sick. She had an infection in her eyes or in her body. But there was a doctor who came and they believe that he did something that was unsafe and it was his medicine, his poultice that he put applied to her eyes that caused her to lose her vision. Mm. So mm. she spent the rest of, and her parents, I mean, they spent money to go visit this doctor. They traveled right. to go visit this doctor because he was the one who would help her, help help their baby daughter. And, and in the end, he, you know, he didn't. Um, and what she was able to accomplish, uh, you know, in her life was quite remarkable. Mm-hmm. Not only for a woman at the time, I mean, she was born in 1820. So not only mm-hmm. was it remarkable just for a woman at that time, but the fact that she was a blind woman, right. what she was able to mm-hmm. do. Right. And she... Mm-hmm grew up with tremendous supportive parents. They supported her. They were able to send her to the New York Institute for the Blind in New York City. She was there from age 15 to 23, and she eventually went back there and became a teacher. So she taught at the school that she was there, that she studied at. And at the time, she was writing poetry. Um, She wrote a book of poems, and it was called The Blind Girl and Other Poems. That was in 1844. So she was constantly writing. She was clearly very smart. Um, And she ended up becoming this sort of public celebrity. She ended up meeting with presidents and other famous people. And a little fun fact (laughs) is that she was the first woman to formally speak in the chamber of the U.S. Senate. And when she was invited to read one of her poems. Whoa. And talk about how her faith entered into her life. Did her faith come early or uh, did her parents share their faith with her, which became her own faith in Christ? Yep. she. Her parents were believers. Her grandmother was a believer and they would read the Bible to her and she would memorize portions of scripture, I mean, portions of scripture, like entire books. Mm-hmm. Um, she would memorize the Bible. And when you hear how she wrote hymns, she wrote a lot of her hymns she wrote very quickly. And when you think of, you know, sort of pulling from that memory of all the scriptures you have memorized, that's what allowed her to be so prolific and so quite quick because the scriptures were already in her head. She just mm. had to, like, recall them to write um, the words to these hymns. They're very biblical. Um, at one point in her life, I think more of an adult, but, you know, maybe still in school or just teaching at the blind school, um, someone said to her, you know, some quote in it, it's something like, we, you know, I think it's really sad that you're, that God didn't give you vision. You know, like he gave you all mm. these gifts, but too bad you mm. don't have vision. Aren't you mad about that? Aren't you sad that he didn't give you sight? And she's quoted, and I actually have the, her quote written here, but she said, um, her response to that was, Do you know that if at birth I had been able to make one petition, it would have been that I was born blind. Because when Mm. I get to heaven, the first face that shall ever gladden my sight will be that of my Savior. Wow. So not only was she not angry about her condition, she wasn't angry. She was actually appreciative of it because she knew when she could see for the first time, she would be laying her eyes on our Savior. Wow. You're listening to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris from the West Coast. We're on the East Coast in Massachusetts with two identical twins, Carrie and Kelly. Their podcast is Hymn Talk, Twin Talk, and 
providentially, the Lord has brought us together just in the last couple of days. This is just amazing how the Lord, in his good timing, worked this out. Talk to us a little bit about this Fanny Crosby hymn that we opened with, and we'll hear it again in a minute, but talk to us about Blessed Assurance Jesus is mine. And I can just imagine, uh, after you're describing Fanny Crosby, how she treasured that, how she held on to Christ being hers because she belonged to him. Well, one thing that Fanny does often, if you really look for it in her hymns, she does reference seeing and visions um, because that was something that was important to her. And we see this in Blessed Assurance. She says, visions of rapture will burst on my sight. So you might sing that for years and just think, oh, yeah, when I get to heaven, uh, you know, I'll, I'll see. But she's saying for the first time, visions of rapture will burst wow. on my sight. Wow. And she wow. says, while we're on earth, we're watching and waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has a lot of um, words in her hymns about all the senses, actually. Right. It's right. the looking, but it's also the hearing. She says, we hear echoes of mercy. We hear whispers of love. She had such a poetic way of writing, um, which was fairly new at the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that you're seeing, you know, you think of a Psalter and it's just, it, it is the Psalm. But she was creative. She expressed herself in such a pretty way. Uh, and that really is what makes the hymns last this long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even though she was blind, in her mind's eye, she could see yes. as she waited to see that first face with her human eyes someday, the face of Christ. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And and what, what what about the music? Of course, she she would she would write the lyrics. She wrote poetry from an early age. Uh, but uh, I, where did we get the music? Uh, for Blessed Assurance. Even during her time, Fanny was very well known as a hymn writer, a poetess, and she collaborated with some of the greats. She collaborated with George F. Root. She collaborated with Ira Sankey, who was the music leader for Dwight Moody. So she was collaborating with all sorts of musicians. This story of Blessed Assurance is a little different. She collaborated with a really good friend of hers, a woman. So here is a hymn written by two women. So that's, we would call that... Still unheard of yeah, yeah. in the day. We would yeah. call that a hymn talk, twin talk first. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, two women collaborated and they were best friends. And we oh. are sisters and best friends. Right. So we really appreciate that. We think we're a little like them. But they had a very unexpected friendship. Mm-hmm. So Phoebe Knapp was sort of, a, that's that was the friend's name, Phoebe Knapp. And she was like this kind of socialite mm-hmm. in New York City. Um, she lived in this beautiful penthouse apartment and she had she never lacked for anything and fanny crosby was not earning a whole lot of money and when she did earn it she wanted to give it away they had two very different lifestyles Mm -hmm. but they were best friends and there's a story about how they wrote it and there are some conflicting stories so we're not a hundred percent sure this is true but one of the stories is that Phoebe wrote the music first. It's this pretty mm. melody. It's in 6-8 mm. time. It has a lilt to it. It's harmonizing. It's pleasant. And she says to Fanny Crosby, give this a listen. Tell me what you think. And Phoebe Knapp sits at the piano to play it. 
And when she looks over at Fanny Crosby, Fanny Crosby is on her knees praying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe mm-hmm. thinks that Fanny's not listening. Like, so she plays it again. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Fanny is so deep in prayer that she's not paying attention mm-hmm. at all to the music. And literally within a few minutes, Fanny Crosby wrote the three verses and a chorus to the melody. And that's what we hear when we hear Blessed Assurance. Hmm. It was instant inspiration from the music that Phoebe wrote and from the scriptures and the and the Bible and, and the stuff that she had in her head combined with her love for the Lord. Mm-hmm. She instantly wrote this. It is such a moment of inspiration. And we always like to say, you know, she didn't write it. God did, Mm -hmm. but she's the one who put the words on paper. You know, these Mm -hmm. words are so anointed. You just know that in that moment, something beautiful and divine was happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, with all of that background, I think we need to listen and and those of us that know it, sing it again. Let's, 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 let's have it one more time. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Fanny Crosby. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine, oh what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. All the day long This is my story This is my song Praising my Savior All the day long Perfect submission All is at rest I in my Savior Am happy and blessed Watching and waiting Looking above, filled with His goodness, lost in His love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. All the day long Oh, this is my story This is my song Praising my Savior All the day long Oh, this is my story This is my song Praising my Savior All the day long Oh, this story this is my song praising my savior all the day long oh this is my story this is my song praising my savior all the day long the haven quartet version from an album we just released this summer called Revive Us Again and Blessed Assurance. Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, a program called Then Sings My Soul. What a delight it has been to sing praises to God with the hosts of Hymn Talk, Twin Talk, 
boy, that's a tongue tangler. <laughs> Carrie and Kelly, the identical twins in Massachusetts. And let me remind everybody to one more time, you can go on Monday and check wherever you get podcasts and you can hear them do a special podcast on the Haven of Rest hymn, which is our heritage. Carrie and Kelly, thank you so much. We're going to have you back, both of you. We would love it. it. We'll have you both back on. Thank you for sharing with us on the program today. It certainly has blessed my heart. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Mm -hmm. And as we say, almost every episode, keep singing. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I was very blessed to chat with Carrie and Kelly from Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. You can find their podcast where you listen to podcasts. And just as we go, if you'd like to learn more about Blessed Assurance and other great hymns of the faith, we still have Robert Morgan's devotional book called Then Sings My Soul. Rediscover the great hymns of our faith, and you can sing them as well, since Rob included the sheet music on the left side and the story on the right. This book is the perfect way for you to spend devotional time with the Lord this summer while also singing biblical truth that'll deepen your faith in Christ. So, come over to our website right now. Take a look at the book, Then Sings My Soul by Robert Morgan, and then make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or call us, if that's easier, at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And just as we have to leave now, I'd like to invite you to pray about becoming a Haven partner. That's somebody who prays regularly and gives automatically monthly to partner with us to share the great story that's all about Jesus. Read about the special gifts we have for you when you join and become a partner at haventoday.org or ask about it when you call 800-65-HAVEN. I'm Charles Morris. Won't you come back again next time when again together... We'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Turn on any news program and watch it for an hour. Chances are you'll hear about wages at least once, pay rate, wages, dollars per hour. This is how we think about the world. How much is this hour worth to you? The Apostle Paul didn't live in a capitalistic society as we do, but he understood wages. The wages of sin is death. Death is the paycheck that sin earns us. We can go our whole lives working and working, but death will be the end result, not just physical, spiritual. Paul finished the sentence, though. The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Christ worked on our behalf and earn salvation for us all. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchored.com.